Jesus said, Except you be converted. Peter's preaching, Repent and be converted. Conversion is a beautiful thing granted by God, but man must make the choice. Let's talk about that today from the International Gospel Hour. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. For almost 90 years, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. You are about to listen to another Bible-based lesson with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour, starting now. I am bound for the promised land. Well, thank you always to our Jay Webb for his kind introductions, and we are so thankful to hear from Jay throughout our broadcast. And greetings to all of you. We could not do this without you, our listeners. And we appreciate you tuning in to our broadcast from the International Gospel Hour. Did you know for almost 90 years we've been on the air? And in these recent years, online, somewhere, every week. And to God be the glory. We are the longest-running weekly radio program from Churches of Christ. And we are one of the longest-running weekly religious programs in the history of radio. And to that we are blessed and we give God the glory. The words of Jesus with a little child in his midst, he said, Verily I say unto you, except you be converted and become as little children, you shall not enter the kingdom of heaven. Matthew 18, verse 3. Now note that process, friends, converted and become as little children. How important is conversion? Well, we want to think about our response to God as we embrace the conversion from sin. We're going to talk about that in a moment, but first, a few words from our J-Web. Why not follow the International Gospel Hour on social media? You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and others. Please type International Gospel Hour into the search engine, and you can like and follow our pages to keep up with the latest news and efforts of our labors. We would be honored to have you follow us on social media. And now, back to Jeff. And dear friends, we do appreciate you following us on social media. You're able to keep up with us, and we really appreciate uh, you spending time with us. You'll also hear our 60 Seconds for the Savior, or you'll see that, if you will, in audio form. You'll also see a clip of our weekly television broadcast that we have on our YouTube channel and in select television markets in the United States. So we hope you'll find your work or your reaching out to us on social media profitable. Sin. You know, the actions of which God has made man cognizant need to be remedied, and in part, by man himself. You see, God provides the means of washing away sin. Now, man must take it upon himself to do his part in this washing process. It is not enough to simply acknowledge a need to do what is required, although without faith it is impossible to please him, Hebrews 11.6. It also requires action with this belief. James 2.14-26 emphatically denies that Faith alone doctrine saying, faith without works is dead, verse 26. The Holy Spirit, by the pen of James, says those who are merely hearers delude themselves, James 1, 22. 
faith has always required action right from the very beginning when man was required to offer up sacrifices well-pleasing unto the Lord. Abel offered up the firstlings of his flock and their fat portions, Genesis 4, verse 4. The Lord was well-pleased with this as opposed to Cain's to whom God had no regard, Genesis 4, verse 5. Although Cain acted, it was not that which was authorized. Our sacrifices, like Abel's, to be well-pleasing unto the Lord must be holy, that is, set apart from the conformity of the world, Romans 12, 1 and 2. By this I mean the action man takes to rectify sin must be such that it is not of a presumptuous nature. For example, when we consider the account in 1 Samuel 15, verses 1 through 23, King Saul took it upon himself to do what he thought was right, but Samuel told him that the Lord requires obedience rather than sacrifice. Presumption is tantamount to rebelling, the latter being likened to the sin of divination, or in other words, idolatrous worship associated with the occult. Therefore, not only must there be action, but it must be authorized action. Sinful man must recognize that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, Romans 3.23. Everyone must recognize that he is required to do that which is in accordance with the will of God. Today, man's responsibility in regard to his conversion involves listening to the ultimate prophet raised up from among the people of Israel, as noted from Deuteronomy 18.15-18. And this prophet is Jesus Christ, of whom God said, I am well pleased. Listen to him. Matthew 17:5 Christ said unless you repent you will all likewise perish Luke 13:3 and 5 Repentance is not merely lip service we note that from Isaiah 29:13 and Matthew 15:7 through 9 but rather repentance is an action characterized by turning away from sin and walking toward God and men must be reconciled to God remaining in the faith firmly established and steadfast and not moved away from the hope of the gospel that you have heard, Colossians 1.23. Paul, are you saying that to move away from the gospel is the opposite of being obedient to it? The reply is a most definite yes. Paul shows the need for confessing that Jesus is Lord in Romans 10.9. Jesus himself said, Everyone, therefore, who shall confess me before men, I will also confess him before my Father who is in heaven. Matthew 10.32 However, this confession must involve faith that Jesus is who the Scriptures claim him to be if this confession is to have any bearing on one's conversion. For what man will die for a lie if he does not believe that which he confesses is the truth? How about a testimony of this fact from Revelation 12:10 and 11? Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength in the kingdom of our God and the power of His Christ have come, for the accuser of our brethren who accused them before our God day and night has been cast down. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives to the death. Jesus also said, Unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God, John 3, 3. And to fulfill this requirement, it becomes necessary to follow him who is the way, the truth, and the life, John 14, 6. These things, he said, would be with the apostles' teaching until the end of the age, Matthew 28, 20. Consequently, it is within these teachings that man may find the necessary actions he must take to fulfill his part in conversion to the faith. 
Acts 16 is an example of man's part in his conversion. The Philippian jailer believed that the God to whom Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns of praise, Acts 16.25, was responsible for their release. And trembling with fear, he asked what all men need to ask today. Sirs, what must I do to be saved? Acts 16.30 In the first place, what indicates an intelligent inquiry as to his responsibility. Second, he recognized that action was required when he used the word must. Third, I denotes a personal duty the jailer felt was required. And fourth, he indicates definite action by the use of the word do, not feeling or mere faith alone. To be saved would require personal obedient action. Notice the reply that Paul and Silas did not make. They did not say, just believe in the name of Jesus Christ only. Rather, they required him to believe in the Lord Jesus. Mark 1.15, John 8.24, and Romans 10.11. How could he become a believer? Well, by hearing the word of Christ, Romans 10.17, and John 5.24. Which is exactly what they spoke to him, Acts 16.32. His repentance is obvious, for in verse 33, the Bible shows his service to them, John 13, 1-20. The jailer's confession that Christ is Lord and the Son of God, Romans 10, verse 9, is understood, though not specifically named. He could then do what he asked that he must do, that is, be baptized and wash away sins, Acts 16, 33, and Acts 22, 16. So how the baptized, penitent believer remains saved is outlined in 1 John 1 and verse 7. He is to walk in the light. This continuous action on the part of the penitent believer will keep the blood of Jesus his Son cleansing him from all sin. Man's part, conversion from sin. Aren't you grateful, dear friends, that you and I can make a better choice in life to follow Christ? There are numerous people that want to know more about how to obey the gospel of Christ. And dear friends, that's why here at International Gospel Hour Broadcast, we are delighted to bring forth material that is no cost to you. Recently, we received a call from a kind man who thanked us for not asking for money. And you will not hear that on our broadcast. We make available the materials from here absolutely free. And we would love to offer you a free Bible study course available by mail. We have a number of wonderful friends in Churches of Christ that help us along this line. Matter of fact, you may know someone in your community that can help. But contact us. i, I tell you what. Our J-Web has the details of what you can do to receive your free Bible study course by mail. Here is our J-Web. Friends, the International Gospel Hour offers for free a Bible study course available by mail. That's right. At your own pace, you can study the Bible in your own home. It's free. Give it a try. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Home Study. That's it. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Home Study in the message box. We'll send it right away. Thank you for your interest in the things that be of God. 
Yes, friends, we do appreciate your interest in the things that be of God, and we'll get that study to you as soon as possible. I want to pause and thank Brother Graham Walker for our study today, and it's courtesy of The Messenger from May of 1995. I was going through my files, found this excellent writing, and wanted to share it with you. We appreciate our friends at the Southeast Institute of Biblical Studies in Knoxville, Tennessee, and their printing of The Messenger. Thank you for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour. I'm Jeff Archie, and until next time, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. To God goes all the glory. And we hope that our study today will draw you closer to His Word to walk in His way. To listen to it again or other broadcasts, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com. God be with you.